Hey, everybody. The world, according to Jen and Carolyn, is going on vacation. We're headed to New Orleans, but fear not, we wouldn't leave you without content. So I give to you three separate outtakes from some of the first shit we ever laid down. So accept this as an offering in our absence, and we'll see you next week. Hello, and welcome to the world according to Jen and Carolyn, where my good friend Carolyn... Hi, I'm and Carolyn. I'm Karen. You're Carolyn. I'm not Karen. <laughs> Some would disagree. No, she's not Karen, I promise. And hopefully I'm not either. <laughs> so welcome to the world, according to Jen and Carolyn. Uh, you know, we're going to talk to you. This is our, our second episode. Yeah. Technically our third. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. We're, we're very traumatized and damaged by the way that our first episode disappeared. Um, but we're going to get over it. All right. So this is our second episode, technically. Uh, and the world, according to Jen and Carolyn, really, it's about our influences, right? Um, the time period that we grew up in the 80s, which Ooh, was a oh, wild ass best time. time period. I know. Best. It was the best of times. It yeah. was the worst. That's of how you times. know we're old. Yeah, exactly. We're in our 40s. We just dated ourselves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 80s pop culture. We're going to talk about that. Terrible dating experiences and uh, supernatural phenomena. That's mostly my part. That's true. I, I'm good with the creepy stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we we definitely think maybe it's because we're narcissistic, but we think <laughs> a lot of what matters to us, it's going to resonate with you, too. So uh-huh. strap in and get ready and nod in agreement with our opinions and antics. See, I, I just can't read shit. I got to commit that to memory. Anytime <laughs> I try to read, it just sounds like I am a robot. I am a robot. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't work. So this is our technically our second episode, and we are up in lovely Lake County, California, the ri- uh, Redneck Riviera, which growing up San Francisco, I never had heard about this place till yeah. you guys brought you were the first people that brought me up here we would go yeah. calistoga mm-hmm. and i've been like driven up through through eureka but we i never knew this existed yeah. i don't think a lot of people did sorry i was taking a sip of my adult beverage here <laughs> uh it is a weekend after all and, yeah. and a holiday weekend at that so no a lot of people that grew up in the bay area aren't familiar with um lake county or canocti mm. my my husband happened to grow up in a plumbing family and Canocti was a resort up in Lake County, which is about an hour north of Napa, but the plumber zone, they owned it for years. And it was a, a big music venue as well as a resort. Um, and so they had that and the plumbers also had a camp and it's really cool. It's a, it's a benefit for members. Um, mm. and you can start sending your kid there, uh, every summer starting at age seven. So you go from seven to 14 and it's dope. Um, anyway, I'm really, really giving all the details here. All it's the highlights. Uh, but yeah, so it's my husband cool ran place. that summer camp for a really long time and we actually met through a mutual friend of that camp and that's the rest right. is history. 11 years yeah. later, right? But that's not what this show is about. Um, <laughs> that's a little about. Uh, if you don't know where Lake County is, though, it's definitely great wine. Yeah. Beautiful. It's cool. Such nice people. I and, never realized what a bitch I am till I leave right? San Francisco. They're all nice and waving oh. at you and stuff. A lot of them are also Trumpers, but we won't go into that. Yeah. But you know what, you guys, like, this is one of the poorest counties. Last I checked, I think it was the, the 10th poorest county in California. They need your business. Um, um, all of a sudden, this is turning into an advertisement for Lake County. <laughs> Lake County's got a piece of my heart, man. Yeah. Um, I love it. Again, it's where I met my husband. It's it's a special place yeah. to us. And the wine industry is dope. Um, it's not like Napa, where it's Disney land and it's yeah. 50 bucks at tasting and it's just commercial as hell. No, you most of the time you are up here yeah. wine tasting and you're talking to the winemaker, which is rare in Napa. Yeah. It's rare in Sonoma. So yeah. 
I love it. It's not pretentious. No, um, not at all. We only look fancy, but we're not pretentious. <laughs> we're, we're, not. we're pretty chill. Um, <laughs> we buy our stuff on Poshmark and yeah, and all I, our shit's it, used. Secondhand. <laughs> <laughs> right. When I have to buy used Lobotons, when, when my life's so fucking hard. Uh, Whatever. I feel, it's amazing to have to not spend. Eight hundred dollars on something that someone I else imagine. spent I that much yeah, on. It is. It feels like a savings. It's, yeah. a, it's a come up for sure. Yeah. So anyway, we digress big time. Just want to give you a Always little do. insight into yeah where we're at and what we're doing. I don't know. My husband gave us some pointers. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Don't listen to men, ladies. Um, <laughs> well, and he t- he told us a couple really interesting things that we agree with, mm-hmm. and some things that I don't know. We're gonna ponder, yeah. and but. we know, like again, second episode, we're gonna get better as we go along. So hang in there with us. <laughs> and I also like again, we like to get high before we do the show. I'm like pointing my face toward my computer because I have some notes that I'm looking at, <laughs> and I, I think that really speaks to where we're at as a society, right? Like we were oh so God. used to talking to our fucking computers, yes. and so. I'm not recording this on a phone because we're simpletons. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not going to dwell on that garage band experience, but um, it's traumatizing. Yeah, it's traumatizing. So, you know, I think we're just so accustomed to doing that, that I cannot, I I I physically cannot stop myself from turning toward my computer. When I, my beautiful face is right here. I know. Jesus, that should be, (laughs) that should be compelling enough. I paid a lot of money to make my face look this way. I'm going to look at my friend's beautifully frozen face. Yeah. Uh, I also have a frozen face. (laughs) We'll probably have an episode just about our frozen faces because we're very like our body, our choice and women can do whatever the hell they want with their bodies. We're not frozen faces. We're not that scary. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about this. This episode's called Growing Up Gayish. <laughs> so I'm going to discuss the hilarity and horror of being raised by a single queer mom uh, with a borderline personality disorder. Mm. And, you know, we're we grew up in the 80s. So all this took place in the 80s, which I think makes it all the more wacky and <laughs> hilarious. And also, here's a disclaimer, guys, like. I went through a shit ton of trauma as a child. Lots of aces, as we say in the business. Adverse advanced childhood experience. Adverse childhood experience. Advanced childhood experience. Advanced You're childhood a therapist. Advanced. No, I do not feel more advanced. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of physical and um, psychological violence yeah. in my house. A ton, a ton, a ton. And the way that I've gotten by and the way that I've processed is I laugh. Yeah. And... I don't want, we said in the first episode, and we'll, it's, we'll make it a point to reiterate this. We don't give a fuck about what folks think about what we have to say. Again, unless it's something that offends a person of color, unless it's somebody that, something that offends, you know, LGBTQ plus community, like mm-hmm. we do not give a fuck. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is terrible. But also I say mm-hmm. this to say, like, we all process trauma differently. Mm-hmm. And so because I laugh at the horrible shit that happened to me, that's my coping mechanism. Mine it, as well. Right. And it, probably the basis of our friendship. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And and somebody was telling me, so I'm a half Jew. I'm like a, a miserable half Jew. <laughs> I'm and a full Jew. I'm she, just a really bad Jew. Carolyn's a full Jew. So she's a big part of my Jewish learnings. <laughs> um, but I was going to say something about. Uh, it's how we cope. It's how we cope. Yes. Well, my, a lot of, a lot of cultures that have been hor- treated yeah. horribly. Humor Humor is a great repair skull. We wouldn't have survived. No, we wouldn't have survived. And also we're very anxious. I was talking to another Jewish friend and I was like, God, we're all so anxious. He's like, well, that's the way we survived. And I was like, yeah, there is something in our, our DNA. Our DNA. (laughs) But why the asthma and the eczema? And being out of sorts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I could do without that. Well, being anxious, it made us, you know, we had to eat in a hurry and that's true. Or not fast. eat at all. That's why we're so efficient. <laughs> anyway, we're going on a, a very stereotypical tangent about our people. God, I keep talking to the computer. 
<laughs> Next time, paper notes, folks, because yep. this is this is teaching me something. Um, so anyway, so I want to talk about this, and and you know. This is this is what works for me and this mm-hmm. is what's healthy for me. It doesn't work mm-hmm. for everybody, no. but it's my trauma, my life. Yep. Period. And so uh, hopefully you like the episode, but if you don't, I don't really give a fuck cuz I'm talking to you about my life. I also feel like do you feel like you want to tell where you're at with your mom at this point in your life before or at the end? Um you know, I could talk about it at the end. I really okay. want to make a point of like just because somebody's family doesn't mean you have obligations. And I think that tells you everything about where I'm at with my mom right now. But yeah, we'll circle back to that. But because okay. that's the part of the story I admire the most is your and where I think a lot of these family narratives. Mm. Like, no offense. Again, we're talking about Encanto. Yeah. <laughs> I have a four and a half year old, so I'm often talking about Encanto. So and my biggest problem with that movie, and I think what a lot of people in mental health or in anything was that they show this very clean cut. It's like a horror trauma. And it was, you know. It's also Disney. It was Disney. I know. (laughs) They're also the people that brought us Bambi. I know. I know. But it was like, hey, you could have had an opportunity to also show the other side where it's like, what do you do when someone's really doing, you know, borderline mom. Doing harm. (laughs) Doing harm. Amina Bolita. (laughs) And it doesn't all end with them going, oh, I've been traumatizing you this whole time. I'm so sorry. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Let me me change it. It just is a little too Disney because it's Disney. They only went half in on that generational trauma vibe, y'all. Yeah. Um. But you're right. It's, it's, it's It's progress. 